the unsurpassed penetrating and perfect truth is seldom met with even in a hundred thousand myriad kalpas. Now we can see and hear it. We can remember and accept it. I vow to make the Buddha's truth one with myself. Homage to the Buddha. Homage to the Dharma. Homage to the Sangha. Today, on this first day of the year, I'm going to talk about listening. Listening is a spiritual practice. It's also a skill, and we can cultivate it like any other skill. Essentially, it's getting the self out of the way is what it comes down to. <clears throat> First, listening to other people. To listen is to allow space. Space when somebody is talking to us. Allowing time for them to say what they want to say and not to interrupt them. I'm still working on this. I have this tendency, I think many of us do. I don't interrupt people. We do it all the time. Not to try to finish their sentence for them. Again, I have done this many times with Reverend Master G, who I was her secretary, and she'd be looking for a word, and I would helpfully try to supply it and completely throw her off. And I finally had to learn just to keep quiet, let her figure it out. You know. Just distract the person, and it's not helpful. Not to rush the person, not to be in a hurry to go away and do something else, be somewhere else. To, take, to allow space for the person. And allowing space in ourselves also. A sort of empty space to receive what the person's saying. Not to be so full of our own thoughts and opinions and views that we don't hear what they're, trying, what they're trying to tell us. Not just waiting for them to stop talking so we can speak, you know. You know what it's like when we've been telling a story or something and immediately as soon as we draw breath, somebody jumps in with what they want to say. And we realize they haven't been listening at all. They've just been preparing their little things. So it's a bit disheartening. So we don't want to do that. Listening is an active thing. It's not a passive thing at all. We're actively listening. To really listen. Do we need to be still, actively still, quiet, and open to what we're hearing, to allow space there. We need to be attentive, present, not distracted. You know, giving the other person our full attention. This is a, it's a kind of respect. If we don't respect a person, we don't really listen to them. We can be dismissive or, oh, I know they're going to say that, and miss, actually, um, what they're trying to tell us, not really seeing the person or hearing them. To be attentive and present. Not to cut them off with judgment. You know, oh, they always say that, or whatever it is. Because when you really listen to something, we're not making judgments. We try to see things from their point of view, with sympathy, empathy. Not trying to impose our own view on them or judge them. If we're criticizing the other person, whether we're saying something or just in our own mind, we're full of our own judgments and views and we can't really see their point of view. To be open to what somebody says is immensely helpful and we might even learn something, you know. We could be wrong about what we've been thinking. They might have something to tell us that we need to hear. Patience. Patience with the person we're talking to. Letting them finish what they're saying. Not trying to fix the person. Because often people don't want advice. They just want a friendly ear. You know, So often we think a person wants advice because they're telling us something that's 
troubling them or whatever. They just want us to listen so they can just tell us. They know what they need to do, if they need to do anything. Just to be patient and sympathetic. Not being in a hurry. Not just waiting for the person to finish, as I said. You know, not being just ready to rush off and do something else. Oh, I'm just, when, when this person stops talking to me, then I can go and do this, 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 and this. But actually, um, it's better just to be with the person. It's nearly always more important just to be with the person and listen to them than to have some agenda to do something else. To trust that the thing that needs doing will get done or not, but just to be with other beings. You know, To be willing to put down our agenda and just listen usually more important than whatever it was we had in mind to do. The willingness to listen with patience and with openness, to actually listen. Sometimes we're being told something you don't want to hear. You know? Are we willing to listen? There's a fault we have. We'd like not to hear about it, but we do need to. Something we did wrong, we may have hurt somebody's feelings. We need to hear that. Or a med- medical diagnosis we don't like, whether it's about us or somebody we love. We don't, may not want to hear it. Denial is a powerful force, you know. We might not even really hear it at all, might just dismiss it. Oh, it's probably not that bad, it'll be all right. Better to listen and actually, you know, hear what it is. We have a different idea, you know, we're not listening. We're too full of our own opinions to really hear what the person's saying to us. Wanting a different outcome. We can't take no for an answer, maybe. And we keep arguing about it. To accept. To accept what we hear, whether we like it or not. To accept it. To let it in. Let it into our mind. Let it into that open space. Paying attention. Not being more distracted and thinking about something else. It's surprising how much we miss when we're not paying attention. How much we think we're paying attention and we completely miss something. You know, It's all right. We just try to give our person our full attention, do our best. Well, to really listen is to connect with another person. Even if they're yelling at us angrily, you know, we still have to listen to what they're saying. We need to hear it. There's so much angry yelling in our world. It seems like it's worse than ever, but it, maybe it's always been this way. But there's an awful lot of angry yelling going on. People hardened in their opinions and views, not wanting to listen to another view, refusing to listen to anything different. This does not help. And that's what really divides people. Different views and refusing to listen to somebody else. It causes conflict, oppression, and all sorts of you know, suffering. But if we really listen to another person, no matter what they may be saying or thinking, we can't help but feel their humanity. They're a person actually basically just like me. You know? And maybe they're right. How about that for a thought? You know? Conflict resolution, when people have difficulty with each other, it's all about listening to each other, letting the other, letting the other side speak, listening to them, and then they let this side speak, listen to them. We've just celebrated the festival of Maitreya, the Buddha that is to come. And his name, Maitreya, means the friendly, benevolent one. And he shows loving kindness to the world. Wonderful. Well, to be willing to listen 
is to practice friendliness and benevolence, to show loving kindness actually. Because unwillingness to listen usually comes from ill will, and we don't want that. Occasionally it's good to just, if somebody is saying something really wacko, <laughs> you may not want to you know, let too much of that in. But by and large, to be willing to listen to another person, even if we don't agree with them, is a helpful, friendly, kindly thing to do. Well, that's listening to other people. Now, there's a whole other aspect of listening, of course. And a lot of what I said about listening to other people applies to this as well. And this is really why listening is a spiritual practice. And that's why I'm talking about it today. Recently, somebody was talking to me about listening to the heart, the small, still small voice that tells us something, the Buddha nature, however you want to think of it, you all have that. And the person said, when I really listen and take notice, it gets louder. And when I don't listen and I ignore it, it gets weaker. But I thought that was very interesting. When you listen, it gets louder, it strengthens. When we don't listen, we ignore it, it becomes more faint. And if we're listening to our heart that's telling us what we need to do, well, next time, might be a bit louder, we might be more likely to pay attention and hear it, you know. Some people hear an actual voice when they, you know, need some kind of guidance. Some people just have a feeling of what's good to do. And some of us might feel we don't get any kind of messages at all, we just bumble along and try to do our best. But I think actually we all sometimes get a sense of, not a good thing to do, I shouldn't do that. Or, this would be a good thing to do, you know. And whether we heed it or not is up to us. If we do heed it, maybe we'll be more likely to hear it the next time it calls to us for saying something. Maybe we'll learn to listen to it more, trust it more, and turn ourselves towards it more, you know. And that's why it's a vital spiritual practice to be willing to let go of our own selfish little concerns, our own little thoughts and everything that's going on with us, and listen. Hear something deeper. Listen to that. And we all know what that's like, you know. So what prevents us, what obstructs us from listening to our heart? It sounds as simple, and we don't always do it. Well, some of the same things that obstruct us from listening to another person. When we're distracted, or we're busy, we're full of our own thoughts and our own concerns, we're not looking outside of it, seeing our own little life and our own little things, and we're not listening to anything else, you know. It's easy to miss something deeper. Something is trying to tell us something. We're so busy with our agenda, we just don't heed it. Or we don't want to hear that little voice that says, not a good idea, I wouldn't do that. You know, especially when we really want something, our selfishness and can get in the way, and it's, oh, I'm not going to listen to that. We really want this thing. You know. Or sometimes we might think, we're not going to get any guidance. We're not those one of, you know, that special people hear a voice or have some kind of guidance. We're not a special person. We just don't hear anything, you know, no one's going to help us. We just kind of stumble along trying to do our best. But actually, it's a kind of judgment of ourselves, and it cuts us off from that, our own 
heart, actually, thinking that we don't have any intuition or something that tells us what's good to do. In fact, we're all capable of knowing what we need to do. We just have to listen. And sometimes it takes a while, you know. What do I do here? To be patient and open and wait, wait, not rush into some kind of thing. Um, just to wait if we need to wait. And sometimes we know right away. But thinking we don't have any instinct or any intuition, or I'm not one of those people, I'm just a bumbling person who doesn't know anything, um, isn't helpful because it does cut us off. It's a judgment. Ajahn Chah calls it the one who knows. And we all have that one who knows within us. It's our Buddha nature telling us something. And we just need to be patient and open and trust that it will clarify. Sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes they don't really get a kind of message of any kind. We just think, oh well, I think I'll just try one or the other. Just do something and then see what happens. You know. Sometimes it's not clear and sometimes it is. And what actually helps us to listen to the heart? Those are the impediments. What helps us? And again, it's mostly the same things that help us to listen to another person. Giving space, i.e. being still. When we need help to be still and quiet enough to receive it, to hear it, something is telling us what we need to do, whether it seems clear or whether it's just a feeling, maybe it would be good to do such and such. You know? Being willing, willing to listen, open and willing to listen and receive. Whether we're asking for help or we're just living our life, not to be so full of our own thoughts and concerns that we don't leave space for that, that we don't hear when something's trying to tell us something. You know what that's like when you, there's something trying to you know, get our attention, tapping us on the shoulder, and we're too busy doing, you know, doing what we need to do, and then we don't think, wait a minute, is something trying to tell me something? Yes, might well be. Just be willing to listen, to be open to that, and leave space for that. Relinquishing judgment and criticism, seeing how they distort our view and constrict our generosity of heart. Judgment and criticism, whether it's of a situation, of other people, of ourselves, you know, it prevents us from seeing with a kindly eye. And to see with a kindly eye helps us to see more clearly. You know, Maitreya, the loving one, he sees with a kindly eye. He's not judging us. We don't, want to be, we don't want to be judging. And the best thing to help us to listen to the heart, of course, is our regular practice of meditation and keeping to the precepts. You know? Just our daily practice of these things helps us to keep turning our focus to that which is more important, the most important thing, the great matter for which we train, as we call it to learn to live in harmony with it by sitting still in meditation. Just that, simply doing our meditation practice, things come to us, or even just sitting and relinquishing, you know, thinking about whatever it might be, maybe we get a sense, I think you should do this. I think I should do this. Yeah. Keeping to the precepts, which are called the conduct of Buddhas, when we're keeping to the precepts, we're asking, What's good to do here? How do I keep to the precepts in this situation? 
and then trusting that that is the way, that is what helps us most. Even if it doesn't look like it, if it looks inconvenient, keep to the precepts, that's the best. It's a constant practice, constant practice of being open, willing to hear. Letting go of our endless self-concern and our little you know, views and so forth. Considering what's good to do, what do I need to hear, whether I like it or not, what do I need to hear? Yeah. And we still need to practice wise discernment. We can think we're hearing our true nature, and we can be wrong. It can be just our self that's saying something. Yes, you need chocolate cake. The voice of God telling us, maybe we do need chocolate cake. There's nothing wrong with it. We love it. But it could be a little bit of self getting in there. You know. There are countless examples of people, especially spiritual teachers, thinking they're hearing the voice of God or Buddha nature or whatever, and they're completely deluded. This can happen quite, you know, it does happen. Humility, knowing I could be wrong. You know. Is this really what I need to hear? Because if you think we can't be wrong, we're in trouble. Taking refuge in the Sangha, a great help and safeguard if we're not sure. Listening to what they have to say, even if we don't much like it. Like, no, actually you're not supremely enlightened yet. Or, that may not be such a great idea. You might want to consider that. Have you you thought of such and such? Maybe it's your keen to do something and I'd say, well, you might want to wait a bit and think if that's really, you know. Being willing to hear and listen, to be open and to be, to think, oh, I could be wrong. Really listening means humility, the willingness to hear, to listen and to be open. We don't know everything. We don't know much of anything, really. There's a softness about listening. When you won't listen, we're kind of hardening our minds and our hearts against something or against someone. And to be willing to listen is to sort of soften, to open up, to not say, I know what I'm, you know, I know everything. But to let go of our views and our selfishness, letting go of our self-concern, our own opinions, our selfish desires, to be willing to listen. What's really good to do here? What do I need to do? Whether we're talking about listening to another person or listening to our true heart. There's a softness and an openness and a non-agenda. A willingness to hear what we need to hear, do what we need to do. Loving kindness, my prayer. Loving kindness to others. Loving kindness to ourselves. Willingness to be open to not know, to consider, I could be wrong. I could be right, but I could be completely mistaken. I don't rightly know. To just be open to that, that softness, gentleness, and non-insistence. Not cutting ourselves off from our true heart that knows, the one who knows. Being attentive to the most important thing, as you say, the great matter for which we train. Taking care with it. Turning towards it over and over again. Just 
allowing our heart to point towards truth, Buddha nature, whatever it is, not to get so caught up in our own little things that we miss that. Keep turning the heart towards our true aspiration for the way. Keep coming back to that. When we're busy, just keep coming back to it. Have reminders in our daily life. Oh, wait a minute, what am I doing? You know, right, be still. Don't, you know, cut somebody off. Just be still, be kind. Entrusting ourselves over and over again towards the heart, to the heart, the great matter for which we train, Buddha nature. We're completely embraced by it. And to turn our heart towards that, to live in accordance with that as best we can in all the conditions of our lives, the great huge blessing. And this is Maitreya's teaching for us today. So thank you. May you have a peaceful and happy New Year, prosperous and healthy 2023.